Hey, hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're with us today. My name is Seven Caramello, and you are listening to Weekly Skinny with Jesus. Today is February 21st, uh, 2017, and we are wrapping up a series called Women of Influence. Um, And today, our last day in this Women of Influence series, we are going to hone in on none other than Mary Magdalene. Okay, a woman who actually walked and talked and broke bread with Jesus. And although there were no women among the 12 original official disciples of Christ, this woman, Mary Magdalene, definitely deserves to be called a disciple of Christ. In fact, over and over in the four Gospels, um, the four different books that give the the story of the life of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see her following after Jesus. Okay, so let's dive in and go find these verses in our Bibles and see what there is for us to pull from, uh, from the little that we know about her life. I think it's pretty simple, but also pretty powerful. Okay, so first turn to Luke chapter 8. And we're going to read verses 1 through 3. Okay. It says, After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Okay, so here we learn a few things. Number one, we learn that there were, in fact, women traveling from place to place with Jesus and his 12 disciples, and one of them was Mary Magdalene. Okay, number two, Jesus drove seven demons out of her. Okay, so with this fact, we get a small glimpse into the torture her life must have been before she met Christ, right? Not, not just one, but seven demons had taken up residence inside her. Number three, we can derive from these from these verses, specifically verse 3, that she was probably wealthy because it says that these women uh, were helping to support Jesus and his followers out of their own means. Okay, so that gives us a, a little bit of information there on her. Okay, now let's turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 27. And we're going to look specifically at verses 55 and 56. In this part of Matthew, Jesus has just given up his spirit in verse 50 and died a gruesome death on the cross. We know from other places in scripture that most of his disciples had deserted him at this point. They have run and scattered and are hiding in fear. Okay, all but John. And then we know Judas, one of the original 12, had betrayed him the night before, which led up to this point. Okay, so pick it up with me in verse 55 and then into 56. 
Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Okay, here's our Mary Magdalene at the foot of the cross, watching her Savior crucified. And verse 55 says she had followed Jesus to care for his needs. Mark 15:40 tells us the same that she was there when he died and that she and other women had been following him from Galilee. Yes, this was not just a casual following, okay? Remember all the other disciples had had run at this point. They were terrified. What had happened the night before, an army of soldiers showed up and, and took Jesus away. And they scattered. They were scared. They had no idea what was going to come next. And, and yet we see our Mary Magdalene standing at the foot of the cross. She's watching. Okay, she's, she's broken and she's sad, but she's right there with them. And she's followed him all the way from Galilee, stopping at all these towns and villages along the way. You guys, the distance between Galilee and Jerusalem is over 80 miles. Okay, and they did it all on foot, leaving behind their lives and giving of their time, their money, their talents, all they had to offer Right? I mean, even to the point of following him to his death on the cross. And so it's really struck me these past couple of weeks as I've been preparing for today's call. And it just got me thinking why? Why did these wealthy women completely change the course? of their lives, the course, the path that their lives had been on. I think it's because they believed he was who he said he is. And it's because he had healed her specifically. He had healed Mary Magdalene in the most broken parts of her. I mean, he had driven out demons and I think she saw that life with him was so much better than what she had without him so that leads me to our first couple of takeaways for today and I worded them in in questions this time number one Do we believe he is who he says he is? Do you believe he is who he says he is? And if you're not sure, don't quit searching until you know. Number two, what needs healing in you that only he can heal? 
you know, it looks different for all of us. Our brokenness takes on so many forms. For me, only Christ could free me from living in constant fear of panic attacks and anxiety. Only he could release me from the shackles of an addiction. Maybe for you, it's bitterness or unforgiveness that's eating you alive. Maybe it's an eating disorder. Maybe you have your own addiction and you just can't seem to put it down. Overeating, overspending, a thirst for power or material things that's just never satisfied. But here's what I know. When we allow Jesus to flood our lives with his healing, things change. I know that I'm living the after. Mary Magdalene's life changed. Our lives should look different after an encounter with him. I know you guys who have been listening to these calls for a while, you've heard me say that before. Our lives should look different after an encounter with him. Okay, turn with me one more time. We're going to go into the book of John, chapter 20. Okay, at one of our last glimpses of our woman of influence today. Okay, so this takes place three days later after the crucifixion. Jesus has risen from the dead, but Mary Magdalene doesn't know it. Okay, and she's gone to his tomb to once again care for Jesus, to anoint his body with oils and spices and and perfumes and things of that sort as they did for their dead in that day. You guys, I actually love this broken picture of her. I imagine her walking along this path, arms full of spices and bottles, her face red, her nose red, stained with tears from crying. But I love this broken picture of her because once again, we see her heading in the direction of the feet of Jesus, following him wherever he is even into his tomb. Such a picture in my mind. Okay, let's start at verse fifteen. John twenty verses fifteen through eighteen. Woman, he said, Why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. 
Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. I have seen the Lord. I love it. No doubt in her voice. There's an exclamation point in my Bible. She was exclaiming it. Not fully understanding, but fully trusting. Such a simple faith. And maybe that's why he appeared to her first. It got me thinking. Maybe he appeared to her first. Of everybody that he could have done this however he chose to do it. But he appeared to her first. And maybe it was because she was more eager to believe and obey than to understand everything. Oh, that it might be said of me. She could always be found at the feet of Jesus. She followed him to the very end. Will you pray with me? Father God, happy Tuesday. I love this time every week. I'm just so grateful for each person on this call. I'm so grateful, Lord, for for Mary Magdalene's story, for this picture that we see in your word, Lord, of her following after you. She meets you. You change her life, and then she follows after you. It's so simple. And yet so many of us here on this earth, so many of us miss it. Lord, I pray that we might be true disciples of Jesus, that we might be changed by you, And because of it, that we might follow after you with everything we have, Lord. That we might chase after you with reckless abandon. That we might not be worried about what the world says of us or thinks of us. But that we might claim your truth over our lives, Lord. What you say about us and what you think of us. That that might become our truth, and our version of ourselves, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would equip us, change us, grow us, help us to be the ones that you are calling us to be. 
Lord, that we might be able to develop such a simple faith in you that is more eager to believe and obey even when there are things of this world and of this life that we don't fully understand. We love you, Lord. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. I hope that you have found value in this call. And please feel free to invite others who you think might like to plug in with us each week. Right after this call, um, just like I do every week, I will post the recording in the uh, in our weekly skinny Facebook page under the files tab. If you're not already a member there, just search weekly skinny in Facebook and add yourself there. Um, like I said, I, I post the calls there every week. Also, there's a graphic there under the, I think it's under photos, um, that has this dial-in number if you want to call in and listen live um, on Tuesdays at 2 o'clock each week. Um, and there's also a playback number on that graphic as well. The playback is good here. Um, same, it's a different dial-in number, has a different last digit, um, but the code is the same, and you can dial in all throughout the week. I like to dial in sometimes to different calls and listen while I'm driving. I pipe it through my Bluetooth, so that's a way to do that as well. Uh, and, and like I said, those two numbers are on that graphic, and that graphic makes it really easy to share with your friends or your team members. Um, anybody that you're wanting to, to get this call to because you can just save that graphic in your phone and then you can text it to them or email it to them. So that is in there as well. Um, next week we will, be getting, uh, we will be beginning, that's hard to say fast, <laughs> we'll be beginning a new series, um, and I'm excited about it. So I can't wait to see you back here next week, Tuesday at 2 o'clock. I hope you all have a great week. God bless you and yours. Bye now.